0: Listener Production.
1: Snuggle up with 20 minutes of the fur balls coughed up by two of the cutest little kittens wrestling their way across the on demand ecosphere. Aww. It's
0: Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, tickets flying out the door for the big announcement yesterday. We are doing our 1,000th show and you can watch it live.
2: Yeah, thank you if you've already picked them up. If not, head to comedyrepublic.com.au and grab a pair. The the amount of tickets going through the Comedy Republic office yesterday, it was bloody like when Harry Potter has those flying letters going to his house and they're all fluttering around and people are jumping up and grabbing them. and it It was off the chain, man.
0: Well, if you want to know what we'll be doing uh, on that particular day, it'll be much of the same stuff that we're doing <laughs> for you right now, I've got to tell you. We've got a very special guest, Sarah, is coming in. We're chatting to Sarah today, who we always talk to when we want to find out what's hot and what is not. Are you saying Sarah will be our 1,000th episode live show? Oh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't asked Sarah. Um... Well, if Sarah can make her own way from Brisbane <laughs> <laughs> to Melbourne, Well, sure. Well, we were planning on Matt <laughs> flying to Melbourne to do it uh, on Burke Street. But if
2: you drive, Sarah might have her license now. So maybe she could give you a lift and you just drive down from Brizzy together.
0: Yeah, uh, you know me. I don't pay the petty money, so that's fine. <laughs> we're also going to be here talking about some of the advancements of AI and how it's helping or hindering our lives. And die. so you've got a very funny story up next about... A little mischievous teacher in Japan. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one.
2: Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Well, Mino Kind, did your um Google alerts go off over the um over the last couple of days?
0: No. Did uh did someone mention me in a
2: search? No, I just thought you would have had a um you would have got pinged any time there was an absolute career ender happening Uh, (laughs) somewhere in the world (laughs) that would make you feel better about uh, the many times that you have uh, put your foot in it in the uh, realm of employment.
0: Yeah, they actually do call me the uh, grandmaster of career enders. I'm somewhat of the, uh, what is it? Is it a a kura? Why don't I know his name? Akura? That's a brand of car in America, no, I'm pretty no, no, no. sure. Street and Fighter, the, the guy with red hair. Akuma. Akuma. I am the Akuma of Korea. And why, what happened? What happened? Well, uh, we, we head along to the land of the rising sun, Japan,
2: where a head teacher has been sacked from the job for stealing 180 yens worth of coffee. 180 yens worth. So how much is that? About $1.80 Australian. Okay. Okay. It says during a 6-month caffeine crime spree. But I'm going to tell you what he did and you tell me whether this is a crime spree. Mm. The unnamed head teacher thought no one at his local shop would spot him filling a regular-sized coffee cup with a large amount of coffee. But one junior high school teacher just outside of Kobe in Japan was referred to the police because he pours a large coffee but he pays for like a regular coffee. So I think you, it's like a bit of self-service where you take your cup and you go, yeah, I'll just have one of these. Puts it underneath. You're getting those medium prices for the large capacities. <laughs> and so he did this over six months. Well, he's reported to police on suspicion of
0: theft. And I think he came clean, right? He confessed. It wasn't just this Well, of this course he confessed. He, had, he was bubbling with coffee, mate. Well, he was overflowing with the stuff. He would have babbled to anyone.
2: The large coffee is at 180 yen, all right, but he only paid for a regular coffee, which is 110 yen. So it's a 70 cents difference per cup. And he's confessed to doing it seven different times between (laughs) June to December. The board was told, I put it in by mistake the first time, but then the staff didn't say anything. So I did it because I could get the drinks (laughs) at a cheaper
0: price. Oh, man, this guy got addicted to the thrill.
2: Now I... Yeah, well, I am a little bit nervous about calling this a crime spree because I think I'm pretty sure, I mean, as long as you don't, you know, make a living
0: out of doing it, but occasionally if you, you could get confused don't, you between don't know who's, the... No, you don't know who's listening, Dice, so I can't have you carted away by the boys in blue. The Calypso mangoes and the honey
2: juke mangoes or whatever they are. You know, occasionally the varieties...
0: Wow. Of produce.
2: They get all mixed up and you can't remember the stickers falling off.
0: Oh my God. This is turning into a crime podcast, Daiso. A gust of wind blows the <laughs> apple sticker off. and No! No, it doesn't. I can tell a truss from a Roma from bloody miles away. But if the truss, you can take a truss off the truss and then it looks like a gourmet. <laughs> I mean,
2: without its stalk... <laughs> Who could I defy you to wow. tell the difference between a truss and a gourmet? Where does without it end?
0: Bron, this is the man who stole olives and admitted to it on our show a few years ago. Things are all starting to come together now. It is making a lot of sense that you would side with this caffeine <laughs> <laughs> And not. <laughs> and yeah. somehow think it's okay. Yeah.
2: And it makes, <laughs> makes a lot of sense that you'd side with the big cats. Down at the bloody supermarkets, mate, (laughs) who are absolutely fleecing us dry every week. I do realise, like, whenever that happens, I'm like, oh, I want to get it right because what you're saving on the different varieties of a single product is not worth the guilt that you'd feel for doing it.
0: Well, I mean, it makes sense that he lost his job. I mean, you wouldn't want the head teacher of your whole school to not know the difference between large and medium. (laughs) These are basic math principles here. Oh, like from the textbooks, it's like, yes. Janine
2: was buying a medium coffee, which was $1.10. <laughs> and, you know, Graham was over buying $2. a large coffee for this. <laughs> yeah. How much change would you get yeah, if you got so. that sort of thing? And then the principal pokes the head and goes, well, it depends.
0: <laughs> it depends who's checking at the register. <laughs> Terrible principles to be teaching your children. Get yep. him off the, the
2: the payroll. All right. Well, you're good. He's had his license suspended, so he will not be teaching anymore. Um, we did ask out there, what was your career ender? People were very excited. They thought Matt had another one, um, but the mere fact he is in the room with me shows that not yet. No. Amelia, I had a career ender with my friends was chatting to our boss. And this was at a time that we both thought he was quite cute. So I emailed her, stop flirting with my man. And I looked around to see if she read the email and she said she hadn't received anything. Hor- horrified, I checked my email. I'd sent it directly to the boss and he shouted across the room at everyone. I assume that wasn't meant to go to me, Amelia. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joys of an open plan office.
0: <laughs> oh no.
2: I hope that you... Cleared out your desk, picked up your pot plant, and marched straight to the door, Amelia, because that is an absolute shocker. Well, it's now time for today's episode of should this person have gotten a refund or not? Um, Yesterday, Matt, we talked about the guy who wanted a refund from a short-term rental, although the owner of the property caught him having an affair on camera, basically. Yep. Ruined the marriage. Uh, this time around, it has to do with AI, which is still going great guns. Did you see the recent announcement of um, Sora? Open AI's Sora, which yeah, makes I saw it. B- fake videos basically from prompts, and they are. Uh, I don't know if this is the real deal or it's just, you know, you know, when you watch a video game and it says not actual gameplay, like because the actual game's graphics aren't as good as the rendered like cutscenes but damn, if it is true, writing down Matt Okine and Alex Dyson do a podcast together, you get some photorealistic
0: videos out of it. Bro, it's quite a like I I watched those videos through uh, blurry eyes as the tears streamed down my face um, as a film and TV maker, uh, realizing that I am doomed. You're both doomed and uh, praise be, because it's so hard to get a movie made. (laughs) But now I can just do it with a few clicks of a button. Um, No, look, it was incredible. I I immediately thought, oh, I want to test this out. Yeah. But they are,
2: I think they, before releasing it to the public, they've said that they're getting people in to do their worst with it before... It's released to the public so people can go, because they go, as part of their security policy, they're like, we really take misinformation seriously and blah, blah, blah. Because imagine, yeah, like US politics or something, people getting a hand on it. It's like, make a video of Joe Biden falling downstairs after forgetting someone's name and, you know, and you just got a photo Mm. and it looks so real. And, uh, you know, people... Go well. He's not fit to be president. And then you know, elections are won and lost through this artificial misinformation technology.
0: Well, do you know the the scariest thing for me would be make a video of you know so and so calling their parent and asking for money. You know, so suddenly it's like, hey, I really need you to send me some money. I'm a bit stuck. Can you please do this? A selfie video of this individual
2: that I can then send to their parents and give the wrong information. Exactly. Oh, man, hey, can you please,
0: oh, oh, hey, what's the password to our, uh, what's the lockbox code again, please? You know, that sort of thing. That's that's where it starts getting a little bit creepy. That's terrifying.
2: But look but I guess the good news currently is there's still a little way to go, as evidenced by this story coming out of Canada, saying Air Canada must honour refund policy invented by the airline's chatbot. You know, when you're <laughs> you talking to a company... And it's like, hi, I'm a biggo. Let's chat. I'm like, oh, yeah. here we go. Have you had a chat with different companies, message bots, trying to troubleshoot issues that you may be having?
0: It's always like um, random. Like, I remember I was asking, like, is it is it illegal to something? I can't even remember what it was. It was the most ridiculous thing. And suddenly, like, you the news- Oh, like it was, I was like, what are the random things? What's it illegal to do? It was like, I was like, I was looking for, I think I was doing a Mind Blown and looking for weird, it's illegal to do something like weird. You know how those... Ask
2: chat, uh, chat GPT or something.
0: No, like you go into a website and then it's like a law firm website and then the bot pops up and it's like, hey, I can help you with your legal worries. And it's like... No, I don't need legal advice. Oh, the birth of the internet.
2: I remember looking at the website of Weird American Laws, like it's illegal to fish from the neck of a giraffe or something in Virginia or something (laughs) like that. It was great times. But in this, this one, this guy, Jake Moffat's grandmother, sadly passed away, immediately jumped on Air Canada's website, booked a flight. Unsure of how the bereavement rates work, like you get a discount if it's like a forced upon you due to a recent death. He asked the chatbot to explain their bereavement policy. The chatbot says, and he's got screenshots of this. If you need to travel immediately or have already traveled and would like to submit your ticket for a reduced bereavement rate, kindly do so within 90 days of your ticket was being issued by the application form. Anyway, so he does that, pays for the full ticket, goes in. They're like, oh, we can't give you a reduced rate if you've already booked the ticket. He's like, but well, the chatbot told me that I could. <laughs> he said 90 days. Here's the screenshots. I've got my receipts. They're like, sorry, if you went click through the actual website, you'd see that, you know. So they don't even trust their bot. So they, they're holding out on him for ages. Eventually took, took, took it to court. And Air Canada was arguing that the chatbot is a separate legal entity that is responsible for its own actions. <laughs>
0: Imagine pulling that on their own website. They're gonna fire the bot. They need a new bot. Oh, they definitely do. Man, this is nothing new. I remember trying to sue the paperclip back in Microsoft Word days. Sue <laughs> <So> Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> responsible for its own actions. Harassment. That's what it was. It was. I sued him for harassment. <laughs> He just would well, not leave
2: me alone. In the end, the uh, head of the tribunal found that Air Canada is in the wrong. It does not explain why customers should have a double check information said by the in different parts of its website. So he was in, entitled to a partial refund of 650 bucks as a result of this chatbot. And if you go to the website, the chatbot appears to be disabled now. <laughs> so
0: it's been taken off. Wow. The, so there is a bot looking for work now. If you... Need a bot with okay experience, makes a few mistakes every now and then, Mm. but is definitely looking for employment, then please let us know at matt.n.alex. Do we have an interview with the bot? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, Bron, we do not have an interview with the bot.
2: I'm sorry. The bereavement bot is closed for business. We weren't able to land that chat.
1: little thing called what's hitting with
2: Sarah yes for the first time in 2024 it's time to check in with our cool youth correspondent Sarah from Brisbane who is joining us right now us right now on the phone hello Sarah hi
0: Sarah what's been happening in the life of Sarah
1: um I got my license so yes. I'm now a driving girl
0: oh yeah that's amazing wait are you 17 now is that right yeah, I was 17 last year in December, so That's
1: right. maybe hop I... off the roads for a little bit, because you
2: know, <laughs> I'm on them now. <laughs> did you get it because <laughs> we've just announced our 1,000th um, show coming up this week, Sarah, and I guess you started oh, with wow. us quite early, because you were 14 when we start, first started chatting to you.
1: Yeah, and I was like just 14 as well, I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh my gosh, and now you're 17, driving on the roads, did you get your license first go?
1: Yep, I did. I'm a fast I was, I literally, like, I studied. I watched as many YouTube tutorials, like, do this, don't do that. Like, and you can actually, like, find walkthroughs of the tests, like, these days as well. So, I, like, Whoa. I just, like, looked up everything that I had to do, and I just, I just smashed it out. <laughs> like, i I lucky I didn't actually get any minors either. So, I'm a, I'm a pristine oh. driver. Oh, oh, we got
0: nothing to worry about. Did you past yours first go, Matt. I, you failed yours, didn't you? I failed my first go. Yeah, that's right. I got stuck in an intersection Shame. Um, in the middle of the, in, right in the middle of the intersection. Shame Red right. light, traffic, people like beeping. And the guy, the guy just looks at me and goes, why did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. He goes, turn right here. And I knew right was on the way back to the thing. I was like, damn it. I went oh, the next nice. day and got it at a different one though. I went to Green Slopes and got it the very next day. Do you have a car by the way? Do you, did you, cause you were saving up for a car, weren't you?
1: Saved up for a car and um, I bought one with my own money and um, I paid off, like, I paid for my own license, paid for everything to do with my car. Sarah's
2: amazing.
0: Love to hear it. So good. Human being
2: right here, Sarah. You're good at driving and you're good at giving us advice as to um, what is cool and what is happening in the world. Um, So if you've got a question for someone who is still a teenager, please uh, let us know, Alex, as David has done. Uh, David asks, Sarah, what does the word gyat mean? I'm so confused. Help me, Sarah. It's capitals, G-Y-A-T-T, gyat.
1: Gyat. Okay, so this word, kind of stupid, but um, it's uh, it's commonly, it's used wrong. Like, most of the times that you see it, it will be used wrong. But it's, gyat is like, it's a, an expression that you say when you see someone that has a big butt. So, like... <laughs>
0: So you say it,
1: yeah. Like if a girl or a guy, I don't know, walks by and they have a really big butt, you turn to your mate and you go, "Yeah,"
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Is this a nice thing or a bad? It sounds like a. Is it a? Is it an insult or a, or a compliment?
1: Um, it's a compliment because mm. um, it means that like the, the butt's good.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, but people use it wrong and mm. like that. Like so, usually if you see it in like like Instagram comments or whatever, like. Half the time it will it's not being used right. That's why it's not so confusing. Being associated it's with like, the
2: but in the comments is just like that's good.
1: Yeah, that well they just say it, like people just like it's so weird, I don't even know how to probably explain it. They like use it as a pun, but the pun doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> so like just don't pay attention to people who say it. Yeah. And it's like not even a good word, like plain as hell. So,
2: David, if you want to use it, please only use it in a large booty context is what we're talking
0: <laughs> yeah. about here. So that the person can hear it as a compliment. Yeah, but
1: also just don't use it. Also be like wary.
2: Well, I guess if, you, if we're translating giat for an older audience, Sarah, are you aware of the artist Sir Mix-a-Lot? Pardon? Are you aware of the artist Sir Mix-a-Lot?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty bad with names. I'm not going to lie. I usually they need do, like, some visual They do. Representation. I like big
2: butts, <laughs> and I cannot yeah, lie. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know
2: that. <laughs> the Udder Brothers can't deny. Um, so that's in the With modern... an itty-bitty race, yeah. an itty-bitty <laughs> waist, and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. You get sprung. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I do know that. So um, maybe if
2: he was doing that song in 2024, he'd be chucking gats in there all the time.
1: Yeah, I guess, but I still think it's a really stupid word and I hate it. All right, fair enough, and like, Sarah. And it's awful. Like people, like people, like, like young people when they use it, old, older people like grandma's here and then they turn around and go, "What does gut mean? Oh, those awkward and it's situations.
2: like, oh my God. All right, Sarah, we've also got Danielle who's messaged and said, I've heard that mob wife a- aesthetic is in, dressing like you're in The Sopranos and that old school gangster style with fur, golden leopard print. Is that a trend I should get on board with or is it already over?
1: Um, well, I think, I think it's just because there's been like a new series that's recently been released. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but it's got, um, I think her name's Sophia. Vigara. Last name starts with a V. Oh, Vegara,
2: yeah. Griselda.
1: Yeah, Griselda. And she's just like, I think she's like, I actually haven't, actually haven't watched it, but she's just like some gangster, gangster chick. And I think, um, that started a trend, like like with the mob wife aesthetic kind of, but, ah. um, honestly, like, it, like, it, like, I'm not totally sure. I haven't seen it mm-hmm. a lot, but it is around. It's floating.
2: What do you think is an aesthetic that if you're not on the mob wife that you could potentially bring, bring into the consciousness, Sarah?
1: Um, I don't know. Loving an eco. <laughs> eco aesthetic. Uh, yeah. I think, I think e- being eco is great. Like, Mm-hmm. And not, like, not even, like, it's, it's impossible, in my opinion, to be 100% eco, but, like, a bit more eco-aware. Mm, yeah,
2: nice good. one. I um did have a friend one time um sew me a green bag suit jacket. Would you, do you reckon that would be pretty good if you saw someone rocking around <laughs> one of them? Yeah,
1: I don't know.
0: That'd be awesome. The Like the supermarket green bag? Oh,
2: yeah,
0: my man. Oh, they should make the PGA Tour jackets about that. <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. That's really great. You know the problem with that jacket, though, Diaso, is you always forget to bring it. <laughs> 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 you got, you got to rack, rock the plastic bag jacket instead. Yeah. Hey, Sarah, thank you very much. We'll be chatting to you again in another couple of weeks. I'll see you then. No worries. Thank you.
2: And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. really appreciate you hanging out with us once again. The good news is we've got a sweet little episode for you tomorrow
0: as well. Yeah, back here same time, same place. We'll catch you then. Bye-bye. That's it.
1: The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.